Welcome to The Bill Walton Show, featuring conversations with leaders, entrepreneurs, artists and thinkers. Fresh perspectives on money, culture, politics and human flourishing. Interesting people, interesting things. We just completed a fascinating show with Ed Meese and Ron Nickel about lessons learned from the Trump transition and various ways we might improve the government, federal government. Uh, some of it optimistic, some of it not so. Uh, but we're here taping on a very special day. We're taping on the day where we have the final report of the special counsel uh, from the two-year-long investigation of the Trump campaign and collusion and so on and so forth. And we have Ed Meese with us and Ron and I are both very curious about what you think is, uh, uh, what do you think about all this? Well, it's, it's a big day because there's been so much of the media attention to the investigation by the special counsel. The purpose of the special counsel investigation was to see whether there was any collusion or cooperation between members of the Trump campaign right. during 2016 uh, and uh, agents or other people connected to the Russian government. And uh, the special counsel was appointed uh, because the attorney general had, had, because he had been part of the campaign itself, uh, had to recuse himself. And so that was why a special counsel was appointed. But the report itself, uh, and it's important to understand what that is, it's very similar. The special counsel really was like any other prosecutor in the Department of Justice. And that is, uh, they have a responsibility if they decide uh, to either get an indictment or if they decide not to get an indictment in a particular case where there's been an investigation of potential or possible criminal activity. And so this is a confidential report that that prosecutor would give to the attorney general or to, if it was a, an assistant uh, U.S. attorney, to the U.S. attorney for that particular office. So it, the purpose of it is to explain why a decision was made. And that's entirely what this report was it's as confidential because it reveals the a lot of information that is conf, it, that is itself by law confidential, such as grand jury proceedings mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. So so that so this attorney general, uh, to his credit, is trying to make the report because of the public attention because of this two-year process is trying to make this as transparent as possible and give to the public, and coincidentally to the Congress as much information as he possibly can. But there are certain areas where obviously he can't uh, and therefore had to redact a portion of the report. One is where there's grand jury material. And that's because of our laws. And that is where everyone is innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And so unless a person is indicted and goes through a trial, which would determine guilt or innocence, uh, if they, uh, the prosecutor himself or herself determines there's no basis to even go to to put that person to the, the test of a trial, uh, then that grand jury material has to remain secret uh, out of fairness uh, to the individual that's been investigated. How many people, how many Americans do you think understand that? Well, not uh, probably not, because almost nobody has much to do with or sees much about the grand jury. Or, because or, if there isn't, let's take an ordinary case, a case, let's say, of a fraud, and someone's accused of fraud, uh, they testimony is taken before a grand jury. The grand jury finds that actually there was no fraud there's, or that there's insufficient evidence uh, to even indict that person, that is to charge that person. Uh, that, never, that case then never sees the light of day. Uh, and that's proper because 
You can't ruin a person's reputation based upon accusations without some evidence that is at least sufficient to indict that person and give them to the test of a trial. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what we're talking about. There are other areas which can't be revealed right now. Uh, one is if it uh, compromises national security information. And yeah. when we're talking about something having to do with spying uh, by an adversary country, uh, that's, there's nothing more adversary than that kind of a relationship in terms of national security. A third area is where there are other cases going on where to reveal certain information might prejudice the prosecution of those cases. And we have several cases that have come out of uh, the uh, Mueller investigation, which are totally separate from that investigation itself, which have been now prosecuted by other agencies like the Southern District of New York in one case, the Eastern District of Virginia in another case, and so on. And then there's one other, and that is where a person who peripherally is involved as a witness, for example, uh, and information came out that might be embarrassing to them, uh, where they're not really part of the essential investigation itself, but the fa even the fact that they had to testify could be embarrassing to them in their profession or in their family life or something. Uh, that information is properly excluded. So, but that's all, put that all together. It's a minor part. The important part is that the report itself that deals with the matters which the special counsel actually did investigate and had a mission and a authorization to investigate, which in this case were two. One was their collusion and cooperation between the campaign or members thereof and the Russian government. And secondly, did the president in any way obstruct justice? And that information basically as a whole is going to be before the public. Ed, can I ask you a question about this? Having been the attorney general in those shoes, how would you judge the the, the special counsel clearly said there was no collusion, but left the question of obstruction open for the attorney general to answer. How do you, how do, how do you see that? Well, I think that that was a, a failure, quite frankly, of the special counsel to carry out his total mission. I think he should have been uh, willing to say the evidence goes either one way or the other. Either there is sufficient evidence there to, uh, at least at the very minimum, uh, lay that out uh, and say that there was obstruction of justice and then leave it up to the Department of Justice whether they're going to proceed with a, an indictment or... or uh, but in the absence of an indictment, uh, actually, uh, then uh, he should have indicated that, that uh, there was no basis for indictment and well, therefore that should have ended well, it. Well, so, we talked about this before the show, yeah. though. Don't you think he had a problem with his hyper-partisan team that... Uh, was not going to be finding anything except Trump is guilty, Trump is guilty. I mean, he, and they, and well, how much division was there in the team? Well, this is speculation on my part because I don't know exactly why. Well, I'm speculating on my part. Okay. You don't have to take it. <laughs> uh, but, it's, but it's my no, speculation yeah. that you were. Uh... <laughs> but, I, but, I think, but I think that's a very, very logical and, and common sense reason why he didn't do that. That yeah. he, he could not, because of the fact that so many of the lawyers that uh, were working for the special counsel in this case, and it's very surprising, quite frankly, uh, so many of them. W one, at least one, was a totally irresponsible, unprofessional, unscrupulous lawyer who had been actually criticized by the U.S. Supreme Court for his work in some Isn't of the Isn't he the one who took out Arthur Anderson? Yes, right. Enron. In Enron. And, and Enron, uh, yeah. And uh, uh, the fact that he was even on that team just amazed me 
because that's a person that I wouldn't have had if I was still in the Department of Justice, would not be a, 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 any part of the Department of Justice or, the, or a U.S. attorney. But beyond that, uh, I think that the fact that, that he could not, uh, my speculation is that the special counsel could not get consensus among his own people, and therefore, uh, for that reason, he punted, if you will, and punted the ball back, literally, to the attorney general, who then looked at this matter with the deputy attorney general who had the day-to-day -day responsibility of liaison with the special counsel. They consulted the Office of Legal Counsel, which is, is the attorney general's legal advisor, if you will, and came to the conclusion that there was not, uh, there was not sufficient evidence for any charge against the president for obstruction of justice. But one thing we haven't heard about is the scope document of the investigation. Would, would, do you think the attorney general should release what the scope of this investigation was? Well, it, we haven't seen the memo or, right. or the documentation. Uh, we've only seen the paraphrase right. as being the two items that I mentioned. Uh, but, uh, but I agree. I think it should have been the, the scope of that uh, should have been uh, and the exact mission given to him uh, authorizing him to investigate by the, uh, in this case, the deputy attorney general who was acting attorney general at the time. Well, as a matter of politics, as a, you're, you are a, a brilliant, careful lawyer, one of our leading constitutional experts. You understand how this plays out. You just gave us a great reason why this is being handled the way it is, and we're going to come out with this report. Yet as a matter of politics, most of the American people doesn't understand or appreciate the kind of things you're saying. And so this, I don't know how we put this to bed as long as people don't understand civics or the Constitution. Well, Bill, it's even worse than that because okay. after the, after the uh, Attorney General's comp, uh, press conference today, I had a few minutes to flip between channels. And flipping between Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC, you wouldn't think they were talking about the same, yeah, the right. same talk. Yeah. It was really interesting. I was getting back to Ronald Reagan wanting people to agree on the facts. <laughs> yes. We're not even close. Well, I think that there are two complicating factors that we have to recognize in this particular matter. Number one is we had, the first time I've ever seen it, frankly, the corruption within the Department of Justice and the FBI and the intelligence agencies seeking, first of all, to keep the current president from getting elected, and secondly, to harass him and to try to get him compromised after he was elected. We've never seen that before. This has been the worst corruption in the FBI in its history. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and of course, that's already been identified with the, the former director, the former yeah. deputy director and acting director uh, right down the line. And more, much more will be heard about that because the current uh, honest uh, attorney general uh, has indicated that he's going after this and is going to... Uh, on behalf of the people of the country, um, find out and assign accountability and take appropriate action. Do you, do you feel that the agencies have rooted out those corrupt people? Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't Good know whether question. they've got them all or not. I hope so. Yeah. But I think that will come out of this investigation that the Attorney General has said that he is beginning. Uh, the other complication of this is we've never had as, uh, let's say, partisan and uh, divisive a news media uh, as we have at the present time. If you take the pit people who have been commenting on this on the, uh, on the, the various uh, cable shows, uh, CNN, uh, MSNBC, and so on, uh, who have been uh, saying things as though the, the, the decision had already been made yeah. and that there was clear evidence 
that the president was guilty, or that the campaign at least was guilty of collusion, and the president was guilty of obstruction of justice, both of which have now been found to be untrue. Well, Ed, related to that, because I think you make a very good point, already the attorney general is being viewed as a partisan, even though he's trying to be neutral. Do you think this is going to lead to another special counsel? I don't think that it's going to, that it's going to lead to another special counsel. We've had enough trouble with the one we had and the way in which that whole thing was handled. Uh, and so I don't, I don't think... I, I, you only will have a special counsel if there was reason for the current attorney general to recuse himself or someone else in the department uh, had to be recused. Uh, I don't think that that is the case, and I don't think it will be the case. And, I, and I, the way in which certain members of the Congress are handling it, uh, particularly uh, Adam Schiff, for example, who should be real is an embarrassment to the Congress and should be resigning, and there are others like him uh, that are, are continuing the, to the with this attack. So you have this, uh, if not a conspiracy, you certainly have uh, a commonality between the the uh, uh, people in the government who were uh, were corrupt. Uh, with these people in Congress for their own partisan political purposes. Ed, so you've you've been in, in, in this organization. You know this situation for decades. Put this event, this what's happened over the last couple of years, in an historical context. How do you think it's going to be viewed in the future? I think I think certainly the the corruption of the FBI, the corruption that took place in the Department of Justice, will be historic. I think it will be a black mark. Uh, against those people who are involved. And I think the important thing is for the public to understand that 99.9% .9 of the people in both the Department of Justice and the FBI, uh, which of course is a branch of the Department of Justice, mm -hmm. are honest, hardworking people doing a good job. And it's too bad that a certain group of, of corrupt people have compromised their, their, these agencies, at least to the extent that they did. So Bill, based on all the conversations you've had, uh, what do, you, what do you see in this, this situation? I see the Congress is going to open their own investigation. I don't think this puts anything to rest. This is never about the rule of law. It's not about following politics. careful procedures. It's politics. And I think, unfortunately, this is going to be with us so long as Trump is president. Do you think but, it's going to be a net positive thing, or negative? But the good thing, I think, is it helps him in 2000, well, in that's, 2020. That's what I was asking. You think it's going to as help a, in 2020? As a matter of politics, I think this is the way that everybody's behaving is very good for him. Interesting. One thing that I would hope... Because there are enough fair-minded people yeah. in the country that are going to say, well, look, they went through all this and there's yeah. nothing there, and they're going to stop listening. Yeah, Rachel hope. Maddow's ratings have, fall, have plummeted. Good point. Yeah. I would hope that, that in the Congress <clears throat> that uh, the Republican leaders, for example, and also some of the Democrats that are fair-minded people would come together and said, we've had enough. And, and in the case of the Democrats, that they would abandon the, the course that their, their own leaders are on uh, to try to make a, a partisan circus out of this and say, look, we need to get back to the people's business. We need to have a budget. Uh, you know, they've gone without and, a budget now for another And they're really year. all about politics and power, and it's in their interest to do that. It really is, right. because we have, we have the best constitutional republic in the history of the world. And to have a few people, uh, both in the executive branch, which have now been identified and, and outed, and in the Congress, who, who are essentially violating their oath of office mm -hmm. by the partisan and vicious attacks that are taking place on the president at the current time.
guys, thank you. General Meese, Attorney General Meese, great man. Thank you for illuminating this for Ron and me. Yes. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll continue on with the next conversation, the next crisis, and we'll hope to have you both back. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Want more? Be sure to subscribe at thebillwaltonshow.com or on iTunes. Amazon is hiring near you. Earn a competitive wage and start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites, and Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.